Welcome to a Healing Peace Podcast. We partner with JNTEL, a nonprofit organization that provides educational programs to promote emotional and mental health while building our identity in Christ. In this podcast series, you will learn about me, Kimir Baker, the CEO and founder of JNTEL, and other life changers. We inspire, equip, and support you along your journeys. By the renewal of our minds, we overcome life challenges. We renew and rise up. Welcome back, family. Can you believe that we are in June? Dog on it. We are at the halfway mark of 2023. So, how has 2023 been treating you? I'm assuming that since we are in this thing called life, you have experienced ups and downs. I only hope that the downs were bearable. Before I start chatting away, because you know I like to talk, I want to take a brief moment for our wonderful PSAs, which are subscribe to our channel wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave us a review. And do not forget to tell your family and friends about us. If you're on social media, a great way to boast about us is by sharing our posts. Yes, go to Healing Peace on Facebook. When you share, you give the opportunity to allow others to learn about this wonderful podcast. Thank you. Now back to the show. Previously, I mentioned that I hope your downs were bearable. Even though we are in June, I do want to play catch up with you. This year, since our last segment, I surely did get the seasonal respiratory bug. Now, whatever was going on knocked me off my feet. Yes, it did. Initially, I thought I had a cold. You know, the cold signs, your throat gets sore, then begins the other cold symptoms of runny nose being a little tired, and maybe even congested. Now, with the cold, you know that it's going to take a couple of days to feel normal. So what do you do? You keep pushing through. Get that vitamin C. Maybe sleep just a little bit longer. But you have an idea of how long it's going to be. For some, like I said before, you push through. You may go home a little early. Might not be as sociable but you're still pushing through. For others, you may be one of those who get short-tempered. Like, why are you asking me this? You know I'm not feeling well. I cannot help you right now. Or you may be the person who feels blue, a slight depression feeling like, uh, it happens. For me, my little cold did not want to go away. It progressed longer than five days. At first, I thought I had COVID. Because my muscles ached so badly. I thought I lost my sense of smell. But in hindsight, I didn't. And so I was just feeling terrible. And I just had this excessive amount of mucus. It was actually quite disgusting. I'm not going to go on detail about it because it was not one of my finest moments. Nonetheless, as my illness progressed, it became more difficult for me to do my daily tasks. Can I say a sister was just hurting? Well, after about the sixth day, I began to notice God working on my behalf. With our little old nonprofit, 
God provided opportunities for me to share about our nonprofit through our podcast, through other podcasts. People wanted to know our story, which, as I said before, I like talking, so it was right up my alley. We finalized servicing a local assistant living center with our Stronger You Emotional Resilience Program. We also made the deadline for several grant applications. We were hitting the stride. However, I was sick, lying flat on my backside. All these great opportunities occurred when I was unable to follow through. I felt as though God was telling me to sit down and get out of his way. I was astonished by the doors that began to open all the while being sick. You know what happened next? I continued to be sick. By this time, I became exhausted by the intense cold symptoms. I decided to get tested for COVID and it came back negative. Since I tested it negative, I then decided that I had pneumonia. I had such an intense amount of mucus that it was making it difficult for me to catch my breath. Why? Because all that nastiness was stuck in my lungs. I was like, come on, ready. Something has to stop. I decided to go to the doctor for a proper diagnosis. I figured that I could receive antibiotics and finally began to feel better. I found a doctor who would see me, and it was determined that you don't have pneumonia. I was like, hmm. I couldn't believe the results. I'm like, are you sure? Because I don't know what's going on. This thing won't leave me be. As time went by, I was like, ah, just a suffering. But the doctor said, you know what? In the next couple of days, you should start feeling better. It took me another five days to return to normal, but at least I was making progress. So why am I telling you all this? Why am I playing catch up and belly aching about my illness? Well, during this time, I was reintroduced to suffering. I will explain later about the statement reintroduced. Nonetheless, I was suffering. However, this was the first time in a long while that I became aware of God's help along the way. I saw God working on my behalf when I didn't have the strength. How about you? When you experience challenges or suffering, do you see God? Or are you plagued with the mindset of, I do not want to suffer anymore? Or maybe you think that God is not with you. As I stated before, I wanted my suffering to go away. So yes, I am one of those people. I do not know anyone who wants to be in pain or experience suffering. I don't, I haven't met anybody who raised their hand and said, pick me, I want to suffer for this week. No, it just doesn't work that way. But at times when we are in these predicaments, it's so easy to ask the question, why must I suffer? Why do we suffer to begin with? Why does God allow us to suffer? And when you turn on the news, we probably say that even more. Like, what in the world? And we say that because we know what? God is so powerful that he can easily remove us from these situations or block them altogether. I do not have an answer for this to 
make anyone feel better because our experiences can be so overwhelming and I do not want to minimize your journey. Sometimes it's just not easy. But what I will do is share about my experiences and share about during suffering, we can draw closer to God. Usually our suffering has a bigger purpose that we do not immediately see. Sometimes we suffer as a consequence of other people's sins and just being in the fallen world. I remember several years ago when I was at the peak of my emotional suffering. When you remember I said reintroduce? Yes, I've been I've had my emotional suffering. I continue to ask during that period, when will it end? When will I have a normal life outside of this emotional pain? During that time, I distinctly remember hearing that gentle whisper, which said, Jesus suffered. So why do you think you will not suffer? If God did not spare Jesus from suffering, why would you be any different? As I heard this whisper, I was reminded that Jesus' suffering allowed me to have my salvation and relationship with God. What a hefty price paid for my union with God. Do you feel like you're stuck in a rut and can't seem to move forward? If so, you're not alone. Millions of people struggle with emotional and health challenges every year. However, we believe that everyone deserves to live a happy and fulfilling life, and we are here to help you get there. J-I-N-T-E-L, J-I-N-T-E-L, now offers coaching services. Receive these benefits when you book a session. Increase self-awareness, improve communication skills, increase confidence, reduce stress, and improve relationships. If you're ready to take the next step, please go to jintel.org slash services to book a free consultation. As I shared this, this may not be a good enough answer for you, which I understand. However, I want to go back for a moment, back to the fact that Despite my sickness, I saw God being with me and moving on my behalf. It reminds me of the passage in 2 Corinthians 1, 3-4, which states, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our affliction so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort which we were comforted by God. The Bible states that when we are afflicted, God will comfort us. I want to bring to your attention that the Bible does not state that we will not be afflicted or we will not suffer. In fact, it's understood that we will be afflicted, that we will suffer, but that God will also be with us to comfort and heal us. For myself, since I want it out so badly from the pain and discomfort, it is easy, it's so easy for me to lose sight that God is with me on the journey. I will admit, 
It can be challenging to identify as God's comfort during hardships. Thus, what can we do to see God or to walk with God as we suffer? I wish I can give you the top 10 items or even take your pain away so that you can see him. Oh, that would be easy. But I only have one simple item, which is to keep living. Do not give up. Do not stop living your life. Do not stop being your true self. My statements come from my experiences, not just the couple of weeks that I was out for being sick, but I've experienced suffering along my journey. But again, not only from my experiences where I've learned the value of keep going, but there's a person in the Bible. And I don't know if you've ever heard about Joseph. You may be familiar with the musical Joseph and the Amazing Technical Dreamcoat. You know, I never did watch that one, but it was popular back in the day. Anyway, Joseph's narrative, including his family, is one of the longest stories in Genesis. It begins in chapter 37 and ends in chapter 50. I'm going to do a small recap. Information will be left out, so I recommend that you read about it in Genesis. Here goes. Joseph is his dad's favorite. His dad gave him a Technicolor dream coat. Joseph later had a dream that everyone will bow down to him. He tells his brothers who become jealous and angry. His brothers eventually sell him off to foreigners. In a foreign land, he works, but is falsely imprisoned because he would not sleep with his boss's wife. Mm. Joseph then was jailed for 13 years. While in prison, he gained the favor of the jailer and interpret dreams. The Bible states in Genesis 39, 21 through 22, but the Lord was with Joseph and showed him steadfast love and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. And the keeper of the prison put Joseph in charge of all the prisoners who were in the prison. Whatever was done there, he was the one who did it. I want to highlight that during these 13 years, God did not remove Joseph from prison. Instead, God was with him, showed him love, and gave him favor in the sight of the jailer. Joseph is eventually released, gains favor with the Pharaoh because he provided guidance about a forthcoming severe famine. During the famine, Joseph was re reunited with his family. Toward the end of Joseph's narrative, Joseph states in Genesis 50:20, like I said, it is a long story. But he states, As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good, to bring about that many people should be kept alive as they are today. As Joseph kept living, God kept moving. As Joseph endured challenges, God brought favor during those challenges. What was meant for evil, 
God blessed with good. Joseph was able to see God because he kept moving. He saw the power of God in his life. As you keep going, as you keep moving, you will see the power of God in your life. But when you give up, remain in your pit, all you see is your pit. You remove yourself from seeing God move powerfully on your behalf. Also, the overflow of not giving up is being able to receive God's provisions and blessings. Joseph did not remain in a state of suffering. He was sold into slavery at 17 and was 30 when he began to work for the Pharaoh. Eventually, the bigger purpose of his suffering was revealed and he enjoyed a fulfilled life. I believe the Bible stated that he lived until he was, I think it said 120 or 111. It's somewhere around there, but 100 years old. So from 30 onward, of course, he went through different challenges, but he was blessed along the way. So we may not understand the bigger purpose immediately, but when we get to the other side, it is so good. So good, in fact, that sometimes we forget that we suffered. It was recently I was speaking to a friend and as I was talking to her, I started telling her that I used to be narcoleptic and it is a terrible sleep disorder. It it knocks you out. You never have good sleep. You're always tired. You always have a brain fault. It is a terrible existence. And in the conversation, she stated to me, come here, I've known you for a long time, but this is the first time I've ever heard you say that you were narcoleptic. And I was like, oh yeah, that's right. And it's been so far in the past that I forgot about that suffering because boy, was it a season of suffering. And I would tell people all the time, I don't wish this on my worst enemy. No, I don't. But as I got through it, my character was molded, me learning how to rely on God, continuing to live, continuing to be in his presence, continuing to be blessed by him. I I actually forgot until a conversation guided me back to that previous experience. For some, we may not receive the blessing in this lifetime, but we know that our new lives, the new heavens, will be so much greater than what we have now. Once more, how do we see God during our suffering? How do we walk with God during our suffering? We have to keep moving. When we keep moving, We are also allowing God to remain faithful to us. You may be wondering, how is God being faithful to us? He is fulfilling the scripture that says that he will comfort us during our affliction. He remains true to this passage. Thus, when I was sick 
and I saw God working in my favor, he was being faithful to me. Therefore, keep moving and watch God's faithfulness to you. His faithfulness is revealed through his comfort, favor, love, and provision along the journey. All right, now, you know how we do. When we introduce a new segment, we always invite people on the show to glean from their experiences. I want you to know that we have a great interview coming up. You probably noticed that when I was talking about my respiratory sickness, whatever that thing was that knocked me out, it was an example of suffering for about three weeks. You may be like, uh, Kimir, I have been going through some things for the past years. Not weeks or months, but years. How am I supposed to see God remain faithful when my suffering is not ending? I'm going to say that's a great question. Thus, come back next week because we're going to have someone on the show who has been battling chronic illness for decades. You don't want to miss it. We get into the weeds and we just talk about how to see God in the midst of it. But until then, enjoy your 